Last time on Fiends. I am taking you both out to dinner tonight. We're going to go to Phil's. It is the five-star restaurant in town. And yes, they have a vegetarian and a vegan menu. Best in town. All of the reviews say so. It's going to be a delight. I've got reservations for seven. What do you say? Amy runs out of the lightning. Uh, She locks eye contact with you. Riley, what the? Runs up to you and starts kissing you. Oh my God. (laughs) And just like panicked all caps like i think i killed deirdre also in city hall also secret basement also where's the vase yeah so you're in date me again <laughs> cool. Damn it. that's all i wanted from this was he ever not okay. the guard does not hesitate mm-hmm. and the guard takes out his gun and he shoots you i can't underestimate your friends And you know them better than anyone else. So I want you to take them out of the picture. Prison can't be that bad, right? As we see a very human Cammy being escorted by two guards down into the basement. And we see the banner to be continued. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Tabletop Vanguard. Uh, my name is Michael Keating, and I'll be your GM tonight as we play through Wayport Fiends. Uh, you're listening to episode four, and hey, thanks so much. Uh, tonight, I am joined by a fantastic cast of humans. If y'all would like to introduce yourselves. Hello, my name is Melissa Wilson. She, her pronouns, please. And I will be playing Mew Sullivan. Also, she, her pronouns. Uh, The protege playbook. And the one thing that could actually turn me to becoming a villain would probably be somebody murdering my cat. Uh, hi, I'm Mariah Koss, uh, also she, her pronouns. Uh, I'm playing Annie Deer, she, her pronouns as well. Uh, she is the delinquent. Uh, and what would turn me into a villain? Huh. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like there's a lot out there. I've worked in customer service for so long now. It's very <laughs> viable. Hello, everybody. I am Dana Sarzinski, she, they pronouns. Um, tonight, I am playing Cammie Longshot, also she, they pronouns. Um, she's the uh, the transformed playbook. Um, guys, I'm not BSing. Like, I'm at drop of the hat. I'm ready to be a villain. Like, just right now. Just you look at me the wrong way. I'm villain now. That's it. That's, that's life now. You're just straddling that tightrope? Oh, I'm towing that line all day every day baby oh my hello my name is katie dean i use they or she pronouns your pick and i am playing riley carter who uses he him pronouns and is using the star playbook and uh i think i'm in the same boat boat as dana i think i'm already a villain question mark i'm already there i'm just waiting for like superpowers to kick in what kind of supervillain bakes bread for a living? The one that loves bread. Uh, uh, 
evil one. I don't know. The evil one! Hey, they're just trying to fatten you up with all those carbs. Also, I had a thought. I already dyed my hair from blonde to dark brown like a few months ago, so I'm already halfway to the villain arc now. <laughs> Blondes can't be villains. <laughs> That's your villain Jesus. arc? That seems a little bit uh generalization it's the trope, it's a the trope of y'all a, of a stereotyping happening here sure. on this open-minded stream i know many super villains with blonde hair so it's yeah fun. they're all nurses assistants now oh <laughs> hi i'm michael and i think that just proves that i'm a villain yeah um, for real nurse assistants we love you all we love nurse assistants with a michael, passion as soon as i can afford real estate I am making an evil lair. That's what's holding me back. Oh, I know a lot of I know a lot of nurses that were very much not believing in the vaccine. Okay, roll credits. <laughs> <laughs> We open up the comic to page one. We see the text at the bottom read, Underground, April 30th, 2 p.m. The panel shows a twisting cavern of warm brown tunnels held up by metal plates. Graffiti paints the hallway, name tags and crude phrases, and a symbol of a T with lines fading out from the base suggesting an explosion. The symbol of the thermites. In the next panel, we see Riley and Mew being led by Amy as you both make your way through this maze. The rest of the fiends are off elsewhere. Annie is spending the day with Vanessa, and Cammy has been pretty much silent after sending pictures of the blueprints and texting that she may have killed Deirdre again? Question mark? We see a panel of both of you, uh, checking the group thread, and we see that there is no signal reaching you this far down under the earth. The panel shifts again as Amy pushes aside a metal plate and reveals a large cavern with 30 young adults all sitting around. They are all wearing the same uniform, black leather jacket, black jeans, white t-shirt, and all of them holding a tie-dye cloth mask either around their neck or just holding it in their hand. They all turn and look towards you. Well, you can see within this cavern, it is decorated with broken boxes being used as tables and chairs, hanging exposed lights stapled into the rocks above, and a large map of the city plastered along the wall. As they all turn to you and they recognize you, Riley, they all start muttering to themselves. Is that Riley? Oh shit, he's here? Oh my god, he's he's alive. I thought he was dead. Wait, who's that? 
girl with him what's going on right riley what's going on riley what's happening they all stand up and look at you riley you the star have finally met your audience within Ah. this world all right and they demand an explanation for today Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what do you do um i have a I have a question first. Do I recognize any of these people? Like, were they people that were going to the villain high school with me in a past world? Go ahead and assess the situation. Uh, This is you looking over a massive crowd just trying Ah. to spot any friend really fast. Ooh, ooh, I rolled a three. <laughs> the first role of every episode has been excruciatingly spicy, yeah. and I love it. Oh my yeah, Riley, you look out and you are scanning the crowd for any face, and before long, you realize that you're not just trying to see if you recognize anyone. You're looking for an anchor amongst this group. Someone that you can just talk to on a personal level, someone who isn't expecting anything of you, and you start to feel your breath tighten. Go ahead and mark hopeless for me. Okay. Can I can I see Riley struggling and try to comfort them? Or is that is that too fast? Yeah, I would say go ahead and roll to defend someone. Would that not be comfort or support? Comfort or support is more like talking with defense someone you're trying to like immediately block off this emotional um distress happening oh and i get to mark a potential don't i yes you do get to mark potential <laughs> you roll savior oh heck yeah i'm that oh wait no i'm superior well that's okay i rolled a 10 so that's an 11 all right you don't need to mark a condition you still gain the potential for still failing that roll but you f- mute what do you you what, Please describe what I, I just want just, to just walk up beside Riley and just give him a real, like, reassuring, like, like pat on the pat on the shoulder. Like, hesitant at first, but then I'm like, but no, Riley's my, Riley's my homie. Riley and I play video games together, and he was going to help me find a nemesis. So I just, like, give him a nice, like, reassuring, like, hold on his arm. Like, I've got your back here. You feel that comfort, and you feel yourself ground once again. All right. I would like to use one of the moves from my star playbook, which is take it from me. So when I comfort or support someone who admires your celebrity persona, I can roll superior instead of mundane. Okay. So can I can I do that and comfort or support all these people? First, you have to say something that will be oh, yeah, comfort yeah. or supporting. So go ahead <laughs> and start your speech off first, and then we can roll. All right. I, I just want to step forward with uh, Mew's hand on my shoulder and and sort of address this crowd and just say, uh, hey, everybody, I'm really sorry that you were counting on me and I wasn't there when you expected me to be there. Things have been really messy, but we have a new plan and I'm here with you today and we're going to do this. Go ahead and roll your take it from me. Hey! I rolled an 11, and I get to add superior, so that's a 13. Hell yes. Uh, Does it give you any other conditions with it? No, I'm just comforter supporting, so that would be... 
I get to add a team to the pool or I get to clear a condition. Oh, see, this is more for like a character they're going to clear a condition. Yeah, but I would say, and since it's their choice, I would say as you give this speech, um, you look at them all and there is less fear in their eyes. Perfect. Your audience is not afraid. They are on board and ready to go. You say that you have a new plan. You say that you are committed to the cause. They believe you and they steal themselves for whatever comes next. Awesome. I'm also going to add a team to our pool. Absolutely. One more team into the pool. Mm-hmm. You feel another hand on your other shoulder uh, gently touch you. You look and it's Amy. Amy looks to you and Mew. So stealing my thing, Amy. And she says, okay. She looks at you both. Come on, let's go to let's go to the planning room, okay? Okay. She takes you to the back room. Uh, you see a few members of the thermites follow as she gestures for you all. Um, you make your way inside to this smaller chamber. Uh, there is like an actual table within this room. Uh, she yeah. opens up a large piece of paper and starts sketching the blueprints that Cammy gave you all. Okay, so here's the plan. There's going to be two explosions within the city. One is going to be at the Wayport Credit Union, which is decently close to City Hall. The other one is going to be one block away from the mayor's house. This should draw a lot of security away from City Hall, out of downtown, and what's even more, if he ever gets tired of this dinner, he will go protect his house first, rather than coming to City Hall when the break-in happens. Now, there's going to be six of us. It's going to be me, Riley, she points to you, Mew points to you, and then three other members of our team. I don't know if you've met them. This is Stella, and you see this large, muscly woman as she steps forward. Hey, how's it going? Uh, Hi. Chad? Sup? Uh, I'm, I'm Chad. I do uh, dark magic. And Henry. Hey guys, uh, how's it going? And y'all see Hyena Head in the room. Oh, interesting. I know you. Yeah, oh. Oh. Man, Annie's not going to be happy when she hears about this. Unless she is. Wait, you know Annie? Yes, no. Yes. I don't know what the right answers are anymore. I well, I, the truth pre- preference she Annie's my sister. Yeah, I know. Oh. How do you know my sister? It's, it's a long story. Don't worry about it. Okay. Right. So, after those explosions go off, the six of us will break into City Hall. The preferred method is going to be sneaking. If we can get through the showroom, that's where we can split up. Mew, I know that you have business in the prison ward, yes? Yes. Great. So three of us will go to the prison ward, and the other three will sneak into the labs. We need to steal this patent. 
we need to figure out what is in this stuff that will shut off our powers. I know... I know you guys aren't from here. But our problems are still very real to us. So, hopefully we can help each other out. We will launch a coordinated attack on both the labs and the prison at the exact same time. And then... Hopefully meet back up at the junction in between the warehouse and the prison, fight our way through the showroom, and make a break for it. It's gonna be a hot exit, but it's what's gonna have to happen. One, I'm great at hot exits, don't worry about it. Two, what is in the showroom exactly? Oh, uh, showroom is um, a bunch of technical gear. Uh, gadgets, suits of armor, weapons, uh, different things that non-powered people are using to beef themselves up. City Hall has been uh, adamant over the past few years to ramp up civilian security, especially with their own private armies. Could we use some of that to our advantage? It'll be behind guarded plates, I'm sure, but if we can sneak some out, absolutely. Let's see here. What we, Riley, I think what we're really looking for is going to be in the vault, though. If I had to take a wild gander. Yeah, that's where I'd put it. What are we looking at security-wise? We're looking at a blueprint security-wise. We are going to do our best to get people away. They're celebrating a victory. It's going to be a skeleton crew. I know that for certain. But it's still gonna be at least a bit of a guard. Hopefully, if nothing else interesting happens today, they will be taken off guard by um, the explosions of the city. Okay. So, Riley, Mew, I'm assuming you two want to go to the prison. Who do you want with you? I I take Riley over for like a little group huddle Mm -hmm. in the corner. Mm-hmm. And I like I give Amy a little glare as I do it. Uh, okay. Hear me out, Riley. Uh-huh. Chad. Is it the dark magic thing? I think it's really cool and I think it would complement well and I think I we already know Chad the best. I mean, you used to live with him. We don't know Stella and frankly, Annie has never had good things to say about Henry true. I mean, what if in this universe he just does, like, dark card tricks? Hey, Chad! Yeah, what's up? Can we see a demonstration of your powers, please? Yeah, sure. Uh, he pulls out a deck of cards from his back pocket and starts shuffling them. Alright, pick a card, any card. He looks away and fans out the deck to you. Oh no. <laughs> I didn't mean it that literally. Uh, I, I point to one of the cards. Which one do you point to? One in the middle. No, tell me which card you're pointing to. <laughs> tell oh, me like which card. He's showing them to me face up. Yeah, face up. Uh, the three of diamonds. All right. Uh, he shuffles the deck once again as you see arcane energy flying out. Uh, he pulls the top card of the deck. It is the three of diamonds, and you see 
uh, three purple swords illuminate from the diamonds and start surrounding him in an arc above his head that then fly towards the wall and stick in. Oh, that's new. Mew just looks over at Riley and just smiles like... I can actually just, like, summon the swords whenever the card trick was just for show. I just am, you know, working on my my sleight of hand. He dabs. (laughs) All right. We'll take Chad with us. Chad, I never thought I'd miss you. Do we know each other? No. In In another universe. Oh, that's deep. That's deep. Great. So you'll be with Chad. All right, and then me, Stella, and Hyena Head will break into the labs and get the patent. We'll be good to go. All right, we will meet up at 8 p.m. At 8. The group disperses, and Riley, Mew, you both have some time. Is there anything you would like to do um, before the invasion tonight? Yes. Uh, I'm going to use the other move from my star playbook because I've remembered that I have them, uh, which is the gossip mags. So I'm going to try and tap into the gossip and rumor of the celebrity industry. I know it's a little bit different in this world because I'm not like a superstar here, but I think I would still know like who would know things and how to ask them. Mm -hmm. So I want to find out a little more information about Hiro Sakamoto. Sure. I'm going to say go ahead and roll to, unless it gives you some other stat to do this with, roll to assess the situation. Uh, it says roll superior. Okay. So yeah, roll superior then. Uh, that is a seven. So I get to ask one question from my list. My questions that I can pick from, I'll just say are, what are they up to? What or who do they most care about? What allies do they have? What enemies do they have? Where and when can I find them? And how could I make them vulnerable to me? I think I'm going to have to go, how can I make them vulnerable to me? Uh, yeah, you you listen around to um, uh, your crowd, uh, and they have gathered some hot, hot intel. Tell me the goss. I mean, normally you just ask for a debrief, but, but sure, we can spill that tea, <laughs> sis. I'm never saying that again. Please don't make me. Um, I won't. But, um, I, I mean... Hero is like a huge, huge wife and family guy. He loves his wife and his son more than anything else. Um, I've seen him like uh, completely. He embarrassed himself on camera, uh, falling off of a stage because he thought his son was about to trip. It was it was actually really adorable and endearing, but he's bad and he just took away a lot of powers. But like, you gotta give it to him. He has that charming smile. How old is his son? Uh, his son, um, about seven years old. Okay. Riley, in your universe, Hero never had a son. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to use this to gauge like how far how far back things have been changed. Uh yeah, so um oh uh you would know through media, uh, Deirdre did die eight years ago, so this timeline is at least eight years long. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so speaking plainly, uh, the vulnerability is his wife and his child. If you if you attack them, 
capture them, get them out of the picture, Hero's going to be extremely vulnerable to you. Uh, at the very least on the emotional level. In terms of the physical level, he's, you know, Superman. So, like, good luck finding <laughs> pink kryptonite to make him gay. Superman's already gay, Michael. <laughs> no, legitimately look up pink kryptonite. It turns Superman gay. Yeah. It is the it is so homophobic, but I love it. What? I refuse to believe there's a Superman fact I don't know about. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's like legit. My God, you're right. Yeah, that's legit. <laughs> It is unknown what it would do to an already homosexual Kryptonian. <laughs> Make like him straight? straight? Ew. I guess. I'm sorry, was this introduced in a comic? It was in a comic, but also sexuality's not binary, it's fluid, so like... Uh-huh. It doesn't even make sense. It just I don't makes know. him more gay. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get into it. Too much Too much super Superman knowledge coming up over here. What I wanted to do... What I was curious if I was able to do, because I have the move, been reading the files, mm-hmm. um, and I was wondering if I could use that to try to gauge um, a little more of what we would be going into with this area, but I guess that would depend. So, so been reading the files is you've learned about the superhuman world through your mentor's resources when you first encounter an important superpowered phenomenon, which I would take this kind of basement prison base to be if you would accept that mm-hmm. um, I can roll superior and get an important detail from my studies basically um, I assumed this area was probably technically there in the other world we just didn't use it as much but you can also tell me no Michael uh, sorry which which underground area are you talking about are you talking about city hall underground city hall yeah I'm gonna say roll for it you can roll for it okay Da, 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 da. That is a seven plus two, so that is a nine, just barely. Fuck yeah. Um, so on a hit, tell the team one important detail you've learned from your studies. The GM will tell you what, if anything, seems different from what you remember. You've studied City Hall. So what's an important detail that you know about it through your studies? What is an important detail that I know about it? through my studies. What a wonderful question, Michael. The self-destruct button. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Actually, you know what? I'll say uh, through my studies, I actually learned that there there are several tunnels uh, leading in and out from there that that are secretly kept. So there is more than one way in and out. And and we have some options. I love options. Am am I allowed... (laughs) Is that gonna fuck you over if I if no. I build tunnels? No, not at all. Uh, like it, like the, the move palace. says, the GM tells you what if anything is different, um, and you hear breathing within your head once again as so you creepy. tell this to Riley. Mew, the, the tunnels—they're still there, but they're more heavily guarded now. They have something to protect in this basement, Mew. So the tunnels might actually not be the best idea, but they are there. Call it an emergency exit. That sounds good. 
Um, I can uh, mark where I, I know the t- tunnels would be on the map, and I I just I'll, I'll I'll allow you to to gauge where the tunnels should be. But Mew, yeah. Two important things just happened. One, you heard your father's voice communicating with you inside your head. And you know that it is his voice because you saw his breathing in time. Mm -hmm. Two, he said that there was a difference and let you know what the difference was between this reality (gasps) and the reality that you came from. Did my dad touch the vase? No, my dad wasn't with us. He couldn't have touched the vase, but maybe. Oh, but my dad was aware that we were stealing the vase because he was in my head the entire time we were stealing the vase. What? The voice and the breathing is starting to fade. I need you to roll on superior. Okay. For the move final conversation with your mentor. Oh, bitch! Hold on. Where's the final conversation move? I Oh, I add superior. Five plus two. So that's a seven. Seven. So on a seven, you get to pick one of these. You can either learn a hard truth about this world that you are currently in, or you can learn a hard truth about your family. Which do you choose? I want to learn a hard truth about my family. Mew. I'm so sorry. Everything that's happening to you, this is Wayport City. It's my fault. I know what everyone thinks happened to Deirdre. She died of a disease eight years ago. That's a lie. I killed her, Mew. Eight years ago, Hero was acting smug and uptight, and I wanted to put him in his place. I wanted him to fear the name the Shadowstalker, and in a move of blind arrogance, I killed her. This disrupted so much of society. The baddies immediately moved to cover it up to make sure that it would never be found out. They sold Hero a very convincing lie. And he believed it. And he was at peace with it until last year. And it's not, it's not your fault in any way. It's mine. I should have told you but last year when, when he thought he saw Deirdre again, when he went into that depression again, he wanted to look again. And he found out the truth. He made this whole world just to get back at me. Mew, I'm sorry. You were paying for my crime. And so are all of your friends. Mew doesn't respond to the voice in her head right away. 
she she chews on this for a little bit. You know, because because her father kind of pr- being brought down to earth in her eyes for the very first time. Mm-hmm. And I think she she makes a decision. And, and she just very quietly says to her dad, It's okay. It's all gonna be okay. Just hold on a little longer. Um, and that's, that's all she's gonna say to him. The breathing in your head fades. And we flip the page. Riley, by the way, if you would like... Mm-hmm. You can shift your savior up and your mundane down for your fantastic speech. Oh. Yeah, I'll, I'll go for that. My savior's pretty low. And Mew, you uh-huh. will get a an ongoing plus one whenever you act on this information that I just gave you. Okay. The page turns, and we see a white page. No details, blank and white, and we see the bottom text read, Prison. April 30th, 8 p.m. It is just a page of pure white, and we just see a little black text that says, Groan. You know how prison is just like a white void? (laughs) (laughs) The white starts to come into view with some contrast. As we are starting to see the world through Cammy's eyes and shapes start to form. White plastic cubes acting as a bed, a sink, a table with a chair. This room is sterile and it is bright. All of the objects around here glow, leaving no trace of a shadow. Cammy, you wake up and scratch your head and you look and you can see right ahead of you, there is a large glass panel. And through the glass panel, you see a room of the exact same design on the other side after a hallway. And you see, sitting down on a chair, uh, head within his hands, is the Shadow Stalker. Cammy, when Hell Week, when you did your successful Hell Week last year, you briefly ran into the Shadow Stalker, and he said something to you. What did he say to you? I don't remember. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm doing the same thing that I did to Melissa. Oh, okay. This is you. This is you describing your current relationship with the Shadow Stalker. What is something that he said to you that had an impact on you, good or bad? I think he said something like. So I'm not going to say it verbatim because I don't know exactly what his words would be. But he said something along the lines of like, don't let anybody's opinion of you hold you back. All right. Perfect. Yeah. You see him sitting in the chair. You wake up in this prison. What do you do? Um, I like, okay, so he's like across the hall, right? Yeah. So I'm just going to look around real quick and see if there's any, um, weak spots. I'm sure there's not. 
No. And then and it's, then it's a well guarded prison. Sure, sure. Um and then I'm gonna like can I look down the hall? Are there guards? Like can I see anything down the hall? You peek your head around pressing up against the plexiglass. Uh your eyes not working like they used to. Yeah, they're weird. There are no guards present. Uh, it's just you two in this room right now. I like just grab a, one of the chairs or blocks or whatever that are there, and I just like sit it in front of the window. So I'm looking right at Shadow Stalker. Hey, man. You're awake. You okay? Well as I can be. Welcome to prison. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> you should see the food. Oh, man. So, who are you? You don't... Oh, right. Different universe or whatever. Um, I'm Cammie Longshot. I'm actually friends with your daughter. Yeah, you're, you're on Muse's team. I thought you were a chameleon-type villain. I like look at my hands and I think for the first time I like realize that I'm not that anymore. I try to change. Nothing happens. Yeah, I did something stupid. Hmm. Got shot. That that sucks. Uh, Naja will leave within a few hours, I'm sure cool my head is spinning usually i'm like looking at a million different things at once and now i can just like focus on one thing this is hard <laughs> well if you're anything like you were in the other world i am sure you will uh adjust i'm sure that means nothing to you why do you say that are you aware of the other world Wait, are yeah. you are you like, from the other Wayport City? Yeah, the one we came from. Oh, where where Hero's family's dead. You know. What's going on? What is on the outside? How how is my daughter? How's the rest of your team? Are are you all here? No, it's just me. No, but sorry, not not here here, but like in this universe here. Oh, I mean, yeah, it's the whole team. It's it's Mew and Riley and Annie. Oh, that's fantastic. Why would you're he... here too? Wait, okay, are you from that world? Yes, yes. What the hell, man? How'd this all happen? <laughs> Hero. <laughs> Hero got his hands on a very, very powerful and very old curse. Spider vase? Yeah, the vase of the weaver. Yeah. He took that from us. Hmm. Kind of a dick. That was the heist that you went wild on. Yeah. I'm as much to blame as you are, so I'm not going to hold it against you. Thanks. Listen, listen to me very carefully. This world, this this constructed spell, it's not... It is not entirely separate from our world. It, it's, it's a new... 
it is a new set and the roles have changed but all the actors are still who they appear to be okay so like they exist in both at once they they don't exist in both at once they are who they are with new memories a new life of eight years okay so god i don't know who you know um that that phil that phil kid that really depressing waiter that mew talks about sometimes at the bowling alley he apparently owns like a five-star restaurant now that is the same person meaning if anything happens to him in this world if we go back if you manage to somehow break this spell whatever happens here is going to affect him there okay it's going to be two realities crashing into everyone's minds at once okay oh god if you die in the vase world you die in real life (laughs) is this the matrix (laughs) these are the stakes folks okay okay so that okay um all right, I have like a bunch of questions. First off, would that hurt somebody if like all of a sudden the spell breaks and their realities come crashing together? Are they going to like explode in their brain? They're not not literally, but they're going to get 16 years worth of memories that are conflicting sure. at the same time. So they're just going to be fucked up mentally, but they'll survive. We're going to need some amazing therapists after this. Sure. Okay. Uh, Other thing. Any ideas on how to break this spell? You say it's a spell. I I know it came from a vase. Can we just destroy the vase? And then, woohoo, we're done? Hero never bothered to monologue about that. It was actually really adorable. He got his first villain monologue to me, and I... Like all things considered, it was pretty good, but... He didn't reveal the weakness like every good villain would. Mm, okay. Sure. Um, also, uh, okay, so Deirdre's dead, right? Yeah, she's and, dead. And she's here. But I think I maybe killed her? I don't know, like, I was just, I was throwing stuff around, because she was standing there like a, like an NPC in a video game, just waiting for a challenge, and I was just like... I don't touch that, that mind garbage, speak better. Oh, uh, (laughs) I don't know how to take that, but okay. Mew's never played a single video game until she went to college, (laughs) and that's why she was so obsessed with Riley playing video games with her. Oh my god. Um, Okay, she was just standing there like dead-faced. I waved my hand in front of her. She didn't do anything, like nothing. And and she was like just completely unaware of her surroundings. I don't know. She was like, it was like a mannequin, almost. And I like was throwing stuff around and something hit her. I'm not sure exactly what, but it hit her. And then all of a sudden she just poofed into a bunch of different like little spider webs and then disappeared. Everything just went away like nothing was ever there. It was weird. If she disappeared from this world again, then then we're all in danger. And I don't know what's going to happen next. What the fuck? He can't make her a little bit more solid? Like a little piece of paper destroyed her? What the hell? 
wrong with this dude? <laughs> the lights in this prison go red. And you hear the alarms starting to blare. Okay. And we turn the page. And we see a beautiful, lavish restaurant once again. We see the text read, Phil's, April 30th, 8 p.m. Everyone is enjoying dinner. There is laughter all around. Annie, Vanessa's just like touching her arm just like a little bit more every now and again. Um, Like y'all have had a few glasses of wine. No one... No one really cares because Hero's ordering them for you all. Uh, Mayor gets what Mayor wants. And you see, strolling in through the doorway, Deirdre. As she is wearing a long, elegant cocktail gown, she is looking very regal. Hero turns to you both. I hope you don't mind, but Deirdre was able to find a babysitter and I thought it'd be fun for her to join us. I hope it's no issue. Oh, yeah. No issue at all. Would love to uh, pick Deirdre's brain a little more. <laughs> well, I'm sure you would. Deirdre, sweetie, come here. He stands up and greets her and gives her a nice kiss. Annie, please roll to assess the situation. Thank you. <laughs> Ooh, uh, that's a 13. <laughs> I love that for Jesus. you. Wait, wait, no, no, no. It's a 14. Oh, I did Jesus. Because right. I got an 11, pl- I got an 11 oh, plus three. Holy fuck. <laughs> you watch. You notice a lot of things in this moment. Hero stands up and he kisses Deirdre. And you watch as they kiss. Uh, his veins around his lips turn black. And you see that the veins around Deirdre's mouth turn purple. And you see him, his posture just kind of sinks down just a little bit. And most people wouldn't notice this. Because most people wouldn't think to look away in this moment. But you just casually turn to Vanessa and you see in her hand, the veins along her wrist glow purple. And she sits up just a bit more straight. She notices you looking and she just turns her wrist inwards and gives Mm -hmm. you a wink. Most people wouldn't notice this because most people wouldn't roll a 14. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Can I like just kind of look at Vanessa and I'm just going to like smile at her and then just like hold her hand. She holds it back. Does it feel any differently than anything else would? It is warm to the touch. Like, more so than a normal human hand. Like, almost as if she just held it near a heat lamp warm. Okay. Yeah. She smiles at you. And you both turn back and you watch as Hero and Deirdre both simultaneously look at their phones. Hero looks down and they look at each other with worry. Oh no. They turn to you. There's there's been an attack on our city. It, it is near our house. We have to go. I 
Hero runs out the door. And Deirdre starts to walk and follow him. Annie. Do you want to follow Hero, trying to continue to distract him? Or do you want to go to City Hall and try to help your friends? Yeah, Annie, are you going to help your friends? (laughs) If that is what we still are to you. (laughs) I think I'm going to go to City Hall and try and help my friends. Suspicious. You would have said that no matter what. (laughs) You get up and you start to make your way outside. Um, I'm going to turn to Vanessa and if the city is under attack, City Hall will be too. I feel like we should go there together and try and help. I don't know. That would be the number one place, wouldn't it be? I was just going to ask if you needed a ride. Perfect. Let's go. Uh, She offers her arm to you. I take it. And you both head off to City Hall. Uh, You hop in uh, her car and you start driving as we just see a panel of the city lights uh, filtering in through the windows. We see Vanessa just sitting outside she takes a drag of a cigarette and we get a shot of the purple along her veins once again and the panel will shift over we see a two-page view of wayport city as two pillars of fire and smoke rise out of the ground on opposite ends of the city alarms are blaring citizens are running and they are scared the police are on their way to both ends but they are stretched thin and we see a shot of city hall as more police are leaving the building we see a team of six thermites all positioned outside, ready to strike. When the guards have left, leaving just a skeleton crew behind, the guards run out of the doors, and the two fiends slip in. Mew and Riley, your team is hiding under the reception desk right now, just out of view of the only guards left and you notice that they are on high alert. Even, like, the city just happened, but something else happened here earlier tonight that made them ready for something to go down. What do you do? Um, may, may I backtrack just a little bit? Yeah. And, and say, since, since exiting... The, the thermite stronghold I have been trying to like text Cammy like I've been spamming specifically Cammy's phone over and over again to what I assume is no no response. absolutely no response all right Mew's not an idiot I think she can put together that Cammy sent us blueprints and now this place is on high alert and she's not responding to us you're intelligent okay mm-hmm. Riley I know, I know. Just don't send her anything too revealing, compromising, nudes, etc. Well, don't either. <laughs> those might work and just be distracting. Don't send her those either right now. No, I'm not texting. I'm just saying. I I think Cammy. I I have a bad feeling that that maybe she got caught. What with 
you know, everybody yeah. being on high alert and her not respond well, responding less than she normally does. Well, there's no use worrying about it. We're just gonna find out when we get down there, huh? Fair. Yeah, fair enough. Um, the guards have started their patrols within City Hall, and the thermites, specifically Amy, looks at you both. Are you good? Are, are we ready to, to get going? Um, you gives her a, a thumbs up. Okay. A very stern thumbs up. Mew, All right. you said that you had shadow powers, yes? Yes. Okay. I think probably what would be best is if you just shadow cloak us right now. I know that, Amy. Okay, good. Jesus. Then do it. Riley, Ew. is she this hostile all the time to me? What is... I, I, I turn and look at Mew and I'm just like, look, I know you and Amy don't get along in our world, but we gotta focus right now. She's our Sorry. ally. Amy doesn't need to tell you what to do. I know how to use my powers. I've been training longer than she has in her hero school. Well, she doesn't know you. I know. Okay, I'm do- I'm, I'm I'm doing it. Don't worry. I'm you t- does the shadow cloak over everybody. Beautiful. Uh, as you do the shadow cloak around everyone, please roll plus superior. Got it. That is seven plus two, nine. Nine. All right. You all sneak through the building and you get to choose one of the following options added onto your sneak. Okay. You can make a distraction that that causes the guards here to leave. You will be able to steal one of the key cards from the guards. You will gain access to the guards' comm channels or you will find a detailed map of the underground chamber. Uh, I would actually like to to gain access to their comm channels, because I do already have communicators and surveillance equipment uh, yeah. with my protege build, so it'd be very easy to just repurpose that. Fantastic. Uh, I talk a lot as the DM, so I'm going to hand the scene over to you, Mew. The things that are happening is you're stealing the comps and you're getting to the door to head down the stairs. Describe that for us. What does it look like as your team stealths? Okay. Um, I am going to go ahead and say as we we are stealthing through, um, uh, Mew is basically uh, at every turn passing the security guards in the shadows and just like I'm gonna take that back. I I actually I would like to steal the card instead. Okay, you gain access actually. to the key card, uh, which is just gonna be an easy, an easy swipe. Yeah, with with one of my little shadow tendrils. Yeah, you all you all move throughout the building within Mew Shadow. Uh, there are some very nice combat rolls that happen. Uh, and Mew, you link two portals together as people just dip in and dip out before Tendril reaches out, grabs a key card, and you just hold it in your hand. You all approach this doorway that you quickly slip the card in, turns green, 
and you are all able to just make your way through and start heading down the most arduous staircase of y'all's goddamn lives. <laughs> you see that the elevator says out of order, and we just see a shot of like an infinite spiral staircase going down as you all have to start hoofing it. Ugh. Outside City Hall, a very sleek black car pulls up. Annie and Vanessa, you both step out. Lead the way. Also, you know, I never asked you, do you have any powers yourself? Ooh. You noticed, huh? Mm-hmm. She stops holding the cigarette, and it stays floating in the air as just a little purple aura flies around it. Goes to her mouth as she finishes it off and tosses it over her shoulder. Yeah. I've got some power. Okay. That's pretty cool. Also, I... I just have to ask, too... Do you really want to follow Hero? <laughs> Let's save that for Act 3, shall we? Come on. We've got a city to save. True that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, and yeah, Annie follows her into the building. She's wanting you to lead. I take her by the hand and lead her into the building. <laughs> Fantastic. You walk into the building. Uh, the guards look at you both. Uh, Miss Deer, uh, Miss Sanchez, um, it- it's not safe right now. Y- you all shouldn't be here. Um, I think this is exactly where we need to be right now, actually. Do you think you should be here right now? Yes, it's our job. Oh, is it? Is it your job? It doesn't seem like you're protecting much right now. It seems like you're just letting two very capable women, like, not into the building. And honestly, that just kind of sounds like a little sexist to me. just want to make sure you're okay I, he walks away <laughs> he, he walks away <laughs> oh my God. he just leaves <laughs> successfully guilted the man <laughs> cool. we go in cool you you go in um where are you oh. heading to inside city hall oh. um also i'm going to call on to carl right now mm-hmm. uh hey carl yeah what's um, up yeah, just, you know, if you want to just, like, round up a couple bunnies and just, like, follow Hero, like, that would be dope. On it, boss. Team, let's roll out. A bunch of bunnies wearing uh, tactical guerrilla fare uh, armor <laughs> hop towards Hero's place. Cool. Uh, and then I got Maggie and Tater still by my side. Fantastic. You both start to head down. Um, oh, sorry. Start to head into City Hall and down the stairs as well. Shifting the panel once again. Squad A, uh, the Thermites, you will reach the bottom of the stairs. And Riley, Mm -hmm. your phone starts to ring. 
Who's calling? You're looking. It's your dad. <clears throat> I I like had say a bunch of swears real, real quiet under my breath and uh i i answer it i say uh hey dad now's really not a good time can i call you back later hi uh is this riley carter yes and it's still a really bad time can i call you back later well uh hold up this is uh stacy uh i'm with the wayport city hospital i know you said this is a bad time but uh do you have a second to talk I guess. What What's up? Uh, yeah, we just, uh, we wanted to alert you. We saw that you were in emergency contact within your dad's phone. Um, we just want to let you know that he's been administered to the intensive care unit. Uh, there have been complications with his medication. Uh, what? what happened? There have been some complications with his medication. I, I'm not allowed to disclose uh, too much details over the phone, uh, but I can inform you that it is pretty dire and we do need you down here uh sooner the better okay i'll i'll be there as soon as i can all right thank you so much riley we'll we'll talk to you soon i i hang up and i turn back to the team and i just say we gotta make this fast like fast fast we see the final shot of Riley giving the order. We've got to make this fast as you stand atop the stairs, having a very leader-esque pose over everyone. Amy looks at you concerned. Everyone is looking up at you. And we see at the bottom of the page, to be continued. Folks, thank you all so much for listening to Wayport Fiends. Uh, Join us next week for the penultimate episode as we finally break in to the underground of City Hall. Ayo. Yeah. Uh, Melissa, where can people find you? Hello. Yes, uh, you can find me on Twitch at Polytonic, streaming video games twice a week. Uh, And you can also find polytonics on twitter and instagram at polytonics entertainment katie dean where can people find you you can follow me on various websites at aleatory w a l e a t o r y w uh just doing various stuff doing whatever mariah where can people find you uh, you can find me uh, uh, at Mariah.Rose uh, on Instagram. You know, I have a Twitter, but I don't use it. But, like, if you really want to follow me on there, that'd be dope, too. Uh, also, yeah, just you can listen to me more here uh, on Tabletop Vanguard. Uh, listen to Sexy Murder Drama High. That's a blast if you want to watch me DM. Uh, also, uh, Long Night is out right now. So, like, you better go listen to that if you want to hear more Michael. And Dana? You can find me nowhere. I am a shadow elusive. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I guess probably the best thing is Twitter. I try to write, uh, really bad funny haikus um you just find me under dana bad haikus um and that's it they're bad 
And folks, if you if you want to find me, you can follow my Twitch at Noob Challenger Approaches. I play the hard games, so you don't have to. And of course, if you liked this tabletop vanguard stuff, be sure to follow us on all of our social medias at Tiny Duck Media. We have Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, all the stuff. We post sketches. We post memes. Uh, we post every Sunday and Wednesday for our actual play podcasts. Um, I'm bad at these. Good night! Riley's gonna give that really big speech, like that we gotta go fast, and then we're all just gonna like do that cute little fast walk down the steps. (laughs) Like, you know, so we don't trip. This has been a Tiny Duck production.